Earth Day was Friday, April 22nd, but one day is not enough for a glorious blue-green globe. So, at the 10, we are celebrating Earth Week. And today, the 10 News team is going on a field trip to Brooklyn, New York to check out a farm that is indoors. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Saturday, April 23rd, and this is no ordinary episode of the 10 News. This is the 10 News Gets Extra. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. In the next 10 years, the human population is going to grow by 1 billion. How will we feed everyone? Well, 10 News head writer Ryan Willard sat down with aquaponics farmer Garrison Harward. Aquaponics is a way to grow plants where fish and other aquatic creatures create nutrients in the water, and the water is then cleaned by the roots of the plants. It's one of the greenest ways to grow plants, and it could be the future of urban food production. Garrison found a way to grow fresh food with fish, bugs, and table scraps. Ryan Willard here. Head writer of the 10 News, I'm joined by Tessa Flannery, staff writer on the 10 News, and I am here with a gentleman who's going to show us something that I've never seen before. So first off, tell us who you are and what it is you do. My name is Garrison Harward, and I am a aquaponic farmer in Brooklyn, New York. What exactly is an aquaponic farmer? So aquaponics is the process of using fish in order to grow vegetables in a hydroponic system in a controlled way. Whoa, so... Repeat that for me. You're growing fish to grow vegetables in a controlled way? It's actually even cooler than that. I'm growing insects to raise fish to raise vegetables. So you're telling me that in just a few minutes, we're going into a room where you're growing insects, fish, and vegetables. That's right. And the whole thing is trying to create a circular system that can deal with food waste in a more responsible way so that we can take something that is normally a problem in our cities and turn it into part of the solution. So I had the idea that maybe I could create something that would be able to utilize food waste in a more efficient and environmentally friendly way. Now, why is it important to use food waste this way instead of just throwing it in the garbage. Well, food waste, when it is uh, thrown in the garbage, goes to the landfill and it ends up creating a lot of methane gas. That's the stinky gas. That's the cow fart gas. So your scraps, they go into the landfill, they get piled in with everything else and they get suffocated. And that's where you only have that bad bacteria that's growing, uh, creating all of these greenhouse gases. And greenhouse gases are the things that are warming up the planet and contributing to climate change. So Converting food waste from landfills and keeping it from producing methane is a great way that we can help to fight climate change. So in this aquaponic farm that we're about to go walk into, what is it like hanging out with flies and fish? It can get a little bit smelly sometimes, uh, but overall, I think it's really cool. I just love being there and experimenting with uh, different combinations of uh, food scrap densities and how many larvae I put in there, how much they can produce, and then you know changing the different feeding rates with the fish, seeing the different vegetables that I can grow. So would you call this basically a, a, a grown-up science experiment that you're doing right now? Absolutely. Yeah, this is 100% a grown-up science experiment. And my goal is to figure out a process uh, that can help all of our cities to deal with food waste. So what is the coolest thing 
about growing food. Ooh, the coolest thing about growing food, I think it's like magic. You can take a seed from anywhere. You can take a seed from halfway around the world. You can have, sometimes they find seeds, you know, that have been buried and lost for hundreds or even thousands of years. And you end up being able to create a whole plant and food essentially out of nothing. How can kids get started growing their own food? It's super easy. Uh, my mom always liked to say, seeds know how to grow and plants want to grow. So the best thing that you can do is to try it. If you have even just a tiny little windowsill and you can get a little bit of soil and some seeds, the best way to do it is to just start to try and make adjustments. It's what I'm doing here. Everything is about learning. So sometimes I have failures. I've had total crops that I had to throw, you know, back into the soldier fly bin to get recycled. Uh, but then I learned from them. And by now, you know, it's been about a year that I've been doing this process. And now I can produce lettuce, tomatoes, other crops, and mostly, most of the time it succeeds. So the learning process is a little bit uh, difficult sometimes, but the best thing to do is just to try. All right, I say we go and check out this, this crazy aquaponic farm right now. Are you ready? Let's go do it. Okay, Tenors, the 10 News team is about to walk into an aquaponic farm. Garrison, are you ready? Okay, let's do this. Let's see what's happening. So Garrison, there's so many different things that are happening in this room on this farm how do you control it all you know believe it or not i run the whole thing on my phone so you've got a farm on your phone is that correct yeah it's kind of like real life farmville except you can actually eat the things instead of just clicking on them yeah that's true okay it smells interesting in here what is that smell that smell is a little bit of the uh, larvae production. They produce a little bit of ammonia. So if you've ever smelled uh, a compost pile or, or maybe uh, some cow manure, you get a little bit of that ammonia smell. So it's not me smelling right now, right? Uh, oh, I can neither confirm nor deny. So the first thing you're going to see when you walk in is the fish tank. That's the primary biggest part of this system. And in there, we've got about uh, 20 Blue Nile tilapia. And the fish then, uh, we feed them the larvae that we produce using food scraps. And that's the only food that they get. They swim around, they live their happy fish lives. We don't eat the fish. You could, but for us, the fish are just uh, there to produce nutrients in the water to grow the vegetables. So they eat and they poop. And that is the most important thing that the fish do. That is what I do every day of my life. So I relate to those fish and I'm glad you don't eat them. We actually have filters that filter out all of the fish poop and all of the little micro fine uh, particles because we don't want any of that in the system. We get all of that out and we take that out and put that on the garden beds. It's great for the garden, but it kind of gunks up the roots. You don't want fish poop in your lettuce roots. But the dissolved ammonia that the fish produce, that's what really runs the whole nutrient cycling. And that is run by beneficial bacteria that live inside the system. They take the ammonia and they convert it through natural biological processes into nitrite and nitrate, and then that's the food that the plants eat. Okay, so after it's dissolved into that, can you walk us over to where it goes? It's the plants, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the whole thing goes through a filter system. It goes around to a couple of different grow beds and then a big old top tank that runs down through some gutters where we've got all of our lettuce production. Well, how does that help 
the lettuce grow? So this lettuce is growing in something called an NFT system. Wait, 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 like non-fungible token system? I wish, that would probably be more profitable. (laughs) No, an NFT uh, NFT in hydroponics is called the nutrient film technique. You have just a very thin layer of water that is always circulating. So this has just at the bottom of these, just a tiny little stream of water that constantly keeps the roots wet, but not submerged. How long does it take? for a lettuce to go from a seed to a head of lettuce. From a seed to a head of lettuce inside like this, it takes about five weeks. The longest part of the process actually is from seed to transplanting it into the system. That takes a little over a week and a half, two weeks. uh, And then it's really only three weeks in this system for it to grow out. And could I just eat this lettuce right off of this right now? Is it ready to eat? You absolutely could. Lettuce is great because you can really eat it at any size. Interesting. Okay. Uh, What else we got? So at the bottom of our system, once we get down through this nutrient film technique and we've grown the lettuce, we go into these beds that have duckweed. And duckweed is a really, really nutritious uh, water vegetable that is a part of our nutrition for the fish. Do ducks eat duckweed? Is that why it's called duckweed? Ducks do, in fact, eat duckweed. I don't know if that's why it got named duckweed, but I would bet that it has something to do with that. All right. So is is this the final stage of this farm right here? Is this the the, the end-all, be-all? Because this is honestly looking like nightmare fuel for me what i'm looking at right now what is this garrison and get it away from me yeah this is where things get a little bit icky uh it's actually my favorite part of the whole system uh i think it's really cool these are the black soldier fly larvae and black soldier flies are they say that they are flies but they're very different than a house fly they don't bother people so these are a naturally occurring insect all over the united states and they will eat almost anything in their larvae form and they're a hundred percent harmless You can see you might be backing away, but I've got them here in my hand, a big pile of larvae, and they aren't doing anything. Wait, so it doesn't eat humans? No, they have a really tiny mouth. The mouth is so small that they can't pierce human skin, uh, but they're really good at kind of pushing and rooting their little mouth into food. So they can break apart meat. They can break apart dairy. I threw some cheese rinds in here once and they went bananas for them. They also like bananas. They like all kinds of everything. Uh, If you can think about it, if it's a food product, they'll eat it. And so where do you get the food that you feed this fly larva with? So I get uh, all of the food for these larvae from the same restaurant that I give the lettuce to. So they're giving me their food waste, everything that comes off of people's plates at the end of a meal. You know, if you don't finish your spaghetti, you got a little bit of lettuce left from your salad. All of that goes into a bin uh, and it comes to me and I use that to feed the larvae. And so then what do you do with larvae? We want to keep the food waste from the restaurant from going to a landfill because normally if you are throwing away your food waste into the landfill, you're creating a lot of carbon, you're creating a lot of CO2 and a lot of methane. The next thing that the larvae are for, so now we've prevented Uh, bad greenhouse gases from being produced and we have created uh, a bunch of really nutritious grubs and these go to some chickens on Governor's Island uh, as a part of uh, their composting efforts there they've got a flock of chickens Uh, so we help to feed them and they produce eggs that go to local food pantries and then these are also uh, the food for our tilapia so the 
tilapia that we are growing and the lettuce that we are growing has essentially no negative impact on the environment. But I think this has been one of the coolest things exploring this aquaponic farm. Thank you so much, Garrison, for showing us around. And can you, uh, can we have some of the lettuce right after this? Absolutely, let's make a salad. This is Ryan and Tessa on the 10 News team, and we are gonna go eat some salad right now. Anything else you wanna add, Tessa? No, I'm just so hungry for salad. Let's crunch away. All right, back to you, Bethany. Thanks, Ryan and Garrison. Do you know a mover and shaker making change? We want to hear about it. Visit the10news.com contact to tell us about someone making a difference in your community. And we might have you and your friend on the show. Aquaponics means growing food in water that's got added nutrients. But does that mean aquaponics use way more water than regular farming? Fun fact, aquaponic farms actually use 80 to 95% less water than traditional farming. Whoa. Because the water that the plants grow in is cycled back into the system, very little water is lost. Up next, it's time for... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Bugs are a necessary part of growing food, but do you know which part of a bug's life is the shortest? Is it A, egg, B, larva, or C, adulthood? Did you guess it? The answer is C. Even though we rarely see baby bugs, most insects spend most of their lives being babies. Adult bugs are often only around for a few days. Before that, there are eggs and larvae, and in some species, young adults. Once bugs are mature, they mate and then die, sometimes all in one short day. That's hectic. Well, that's our show. We hope you've had an awesome Earth Week and enjoyed our field trip. And before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok, to Instagram, and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. 
spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop TommyJohn.com slash T-E-N-N-E-W-S now for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash 10 news for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash 10 news. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the 10 news. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts, and it's distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is growing lettuce in their bathtubs and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Ryan Willard, Logan DeYoung, and Tessa Flannery. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. Well, I was going to go take a nice long bath, but now that the tub is filled with lettuce and bugs. This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.